everyone, and welcome to the Wise Campus podcast. I'm Sabrine. And I'm Eva. We are the founders and co-presidents of Wise Campus. First of all, and for those who don't know, WISE stands for Women in International Security. It's a global organization promoting women in the professional sector of peace, security, defense, and making sure that women's voices are heard in this noisy world. WISE is also a network. There is different chapter across the world, and WISE campus is the university antenna of WISE Brussels. For this very first episode, We'll be talking about how the WISE Campus project started. And we will also discuss with our team why it's important. Brussels, of course, being the home of so many international organizations, lots of women students here may have ambitions to one day work for these influential global organizations. And this podcast is just one way of putting them on a pedestal. WISE Campus is university-based and wants to empower women that are willing to evolve in the international security sector. We are for now present at the ULB, Université Libre de Bruxelles, where we are broadcasting. First, let's talk about how this adventure started. So Sabrina and I met at the ULB during our first year of master's degree in international relations. And what's funny here is the fact that I overheard her talking to one of our teachers about her project thesis related to gender and conflict. Yes, exactly. So Eva came to me and we started to talk about this and we realized that we had a lot in common besides being two French women in Belgium. Building our relationship, we heard about Wise Brussels and decided to join the steering committee together. We were very well welcomed and we felt like we found a great place where we can continue to talk about what matters to us. And we also arrived at a moment where Wise Brussels was starting fresh and where new ideas were welcomed. So uh, knowing that women at Wise were very open to new projects, we decided to present Wise Campus. As students in peace and security and conflict, we felt the need for WISE to be present at universities. There was a clear majority of women in our course and lots of enthusiasm for international security. But honestly, the mentoring options were very limited or even non-existent. We knew that women have to help each other to get a leg up in the industry and we thought that the influence of WISE would be ideal. So with no long reflection from our board, They highly valued our project and encouraged us to go forward with it. So we did. After a month of preparation, we had finally a date for our launch event and it was March 17, 2020. And of course, the coronavirus pandemic happened. And with a bit of frustration, we decided to focus on developing the concept, but then mostly on recruiting a solid team that will help West Campus to take off. We are very lucky to have, from the beginning, Andrea, Ismiri and Ele on board. They are so reliable and talented, and they helped us uh, recruiting 15 other women on our team. So we are so proud of how motivated and inspiring the team is today. With us, for the first episode, the first woman who joined the adventure and contributed to WISE Campus Construction, Secretary General Andrea, Ismeri, our Head of Communication, and Ele, Head of Public Relations. Welcome, ladies, and now it's your turn to introduce yourself. Tell us a bit about you, what inspired you. 
and also your motivation to join WISE Campus. So, hello everybody, my name is Andrea and I'm Secretary General at WISE Campus. Uh, I moved to Brussels around two years ago, actually it's going to be two years and a half, and that was more or less the same time I got to know Eva as well. So, I can't really explain why, but me and Eva, every time we got together, we were always discussing uh, European affairs, what was going on in the world, including economic and social issues that were unfortunately very prominent uh, right now. So when she told me, I believe back in December last year, that she was creating this project with Sabrina, the WISE Campus project, I didn't really hesitate much into jumping into it. I thought uh, the idea of bringing together different women from different backgrounds with different experiences to work together on a on an issue that in the end affects us all, I thought it was a really a great project. So, of course, it represents a challenge. It's something completely new for me to be engaged in this kind of um, in this kind of projects. It's definitely a topic that it's slightly out of my comfort zone, at least what I do uh, in my academic uh, path. But uh, in the end, I'm very excited about it. I think it's going great and I can't wait to contribute to it. Thank you, Andrea. Ismail, can you introduce yourself? Hi, ladies. I can't agree more with what Andrea said previously. The cause defended by WISE affects all of us. That's actually one of the reasons why, when Ele talked to me about WISE campus, I jumped on the occasion to be part of it. We met during our Master in European Studies at the ULB, and being part of this great initiative appeared natural to me. During our, my Bachelor in International Relations, we majoritarily studied the input of male academics. But what about female ones? And this constatation also reflects in the institutional and business worlds. We need to advocate for a better and gendered approach to foreign insecurity policy. Thank you very much, Ismeri. Ele, I think it's your turn. Hi everyone, I met Eva at the ULB and after a conference she talked to me about WISE Brussels and the launch of WISE Campus. It was kind of new for me to involve myself in this kind of purpose in an organization because I study European studies and more about cultural interest. So I wasn't very aware of international relations and security notions. But the cause of gender is very important to me and I love challenging myself into different projects, discovering new things and that's why I joined WISE Campus and I'm very glad that I did it. I mean you you already know but we are so happy to have you with us and so much looking forward to doing fantastic things together. So I think our audience would like to know what exactly WISE Campus is doing and what's in our pipeline. You all represent one of the organization polls. Can you tell us about it? Well, so of course, for the next uh, for the next year, I'm going to be managing the policy updates poll. And I'm very lucky to have with me Laura, Manu, Asho and Mathilde that are also going to be writing these uh, policy updates for the upcoming months. The idea behind introducing this, uh, this policy division into, into WISE Campus was really that uh, given the amount of information and unfortunately also this information that we have going around, the idea was to provide a more targeted source um, of information about events or policy changes that may affect both directly and indirectly women's lives and women's security. So we do have some exciting uh, projects that we want to integrate into this poll uh, for the next year, and we are very excited about it. Uh, the idea is really to 
to raise our generation's voice about this issue that are building the world we are going to live uh, in the future. So we really want to raise awareness and we want to raise our voices about these topics. So concerning the communication poll, I am managing four brilliant master's students, Eva and Kim, who study European affairs at the ULB, as well as Delphine and Antonia, who study international relations. I am very lucky to have them with me in the poll, especially during this particular period. I think that the way we communicate and exchange has changed drastically since the beginning of the COVID crisis. So building an informed and strong community about, around uh, WISE campus would be our main goals. To do this, we work in collaboration with both of the polls to expand our communities, but on the basis of knowledge, awareness raising and storytelling. We have already participated in the campaign Security and we will continue advocating for the involvement of women uh, by sharing portraits of young women particularly involved in shaping tomorrow's policies. For the public relations poll, I am managing four amazing women, Leah, Leila, Marion and Sylvia. We will plan events, podcasts and we will build an important network and implement WISE campus in our university and at the Brussels level. Here we really benefit from the support and the recognition of RISE Brussels. Many potential partners we contacted already knew our concepts and were looking forward to connecting. Many of our events this year will be done in collaboration with Brussels-based associations, but not only. WISE campus is going global. So many interesting projects are coming up for WISE campus and we also have two long-term priorities. Likewise, Brussels, we want to emphasize mentoring and skills acquisition. So for this, we decided to organize a series of workshops with our partners in March. Over two or three days, we will propose to selected candidates in their late year of master's to develop skills tailored to the job market. The second big objective is our podcast channel. Our episodes will be available on the Wise Brussels channel called Wise Brussels Voices and it will be more targeted to students and young professionals. I feel that the women agenda in peace and security could really benefit from a different kind of leadership. Um, I, I do think that gender norms have an impact on leadership styles, especially in this professional field. And even if we've seen the growing opening to women in leadership positions, I really hope that it will continue and that in five years um, it will be even more commonly accepted that leaders can and must uh, demonstrate other kind of values such as openness, emotional intelligence, but I'd say also restraint. Yes, exactly. I mean, excluding more than half of the population from the decision-making process is not viable anymore. In the short to the medium terms, the way we think of governance needs to change, either in public institutions and in private ones. This passes by a better gender balance in power instances, by putting gender-related issues at the agenda, and so on. This is a relevant in every area, but even more when talking about peace building. More particularly in defense, for instance, I'd like to see more women involved. The military is still a highly masculine domain, for example, France, which is considered as one of the most feminized army in Europe, only have 15% of its effectives being females. 
This statistic says a lot more than words to illustrate our current situation. If even inside the military, parity is far, far behind, it seems difficult to see an evolution that would translate into a more inclusive defense policy. The pandemic shows us how inequalities are present and persist. In five years, we will be able to examine what we are living now and the impact on the population. I hope that we will learn from our mistakes and we will create more protection for our rights as women and our protection against violence. The pandemic situation has given special rights to the government and the women's rights are one of the first impacted as abortion in Poland at the European level. We do need to open space and give space for representation, being it women or other minorities. And this is particularly true for decision making. So we do know that a lot of conflicts start because of group-based inequalities and this happens because they do not have uh, the, the given uh, political representation. They don't have laws designed uh, for them. On the contrary, they have laws that exclude them from all, uh, all the activities going on in a society. <laughs> We hope you enjoyed listening to us and to stay updated on our activities, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. To keep track of our podcast, you can also follow Wise Press's Voices on all listening platforms. Bye.